Good morning, this is Send7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Juliet Martin and today is Thursday the 2nd of December 2021. We start in the Americas today. In Honduras, the ruling National Party has conceded the presidential election. This means that opposition leader Xiomara Castro will become Honduras's first female president. United States Secretary of State Antony Blinken has called it a historic victory. Castro has promised to make big changes, including fighting corruption and reducing abortion restrictions. The United States has asked Russia to withdraw its troops from the Ukrainian border. Secretary of State Antony Blinken said, We don't know whether President Putin has made the decision to invade. We do know that he is putting in place the capacity to do so. The United States has said that Russia will face sanctions if it does not withdraw. NATO chief Jens Stoltenberg has said that Russia would pay a high price. Call on Russia to be transparent, uh, to reduce tensions and to de-escalate. If they do the opposite and actually decide to once again use force against uh, Ukraine, uh, then we have made it clear and ministers made that clear during the NATO uh, foreign minister meeting uh, in uh, Latvia today, that uh, Russia will then have to pay a high price. There will be serious consequences uh, for Russia uh, and and that's a clear message from uh, NATO. Europe. The EU has said that countries should consider making COVID-19 vaccinations compulsory to stop the spread of the Omicron variant. President of the European Commission, Ursula von der Leyen, said that mandatory vaccination should be an option. Two or three years ago, I would never have thought to witness what we see right now, that we have this horrible pandemic, we have the vaccines, the life-saving vaccines, but they are not being used adequately everywhere. And thus, this costs, of course, an enormous, or this is an enormous health cost coming along. If you look at the numbers, we have now 77% of the adults in the European Union vaccinated, or if you take the whole population, it's 66%. And this means one third of the European population is not vaccinated. These are 150 million people. And therefore, I think Um, it is understandable and appropriate to lead this discussion now um, how we can encourage and potentially think about mandatory vaccination um, within the European Union. This needs discussion. Poland's government has restricted aid and media access to its border with Belarus. Thousands of migrants are trapped at the border trying to enter the European Union. The Polish government has said that the restrictions are necessary for security reasons. 
Russia has ordered some United States embassy staff to leave the country. Tensions between Russia and the United States have been increasing over the Ukraine border. Last week, Russia's ambassador to the United States said that 27 Russian diplomats must leave the United States. Yesterday, Russia's foreign ministry said that United States embassy staff, who have been in Moscow for more than three years, must leave by the 31st of January. Africa. Ethiopia has recaptured more land from Tigray fighters, according to the Prime Minister's office. Ethiopian troops have reclaimed Lalibela, a UNESCO World Heritage Site in the Amara region. Last week, Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed joined the front line of fighting. He told soldiers the enemy is defeated, our remaining task is to destroy them. In Nigeria, at least 29 people have died, most of them children, when a boat capsized in Kano State. The boat was on its way from Badao village to Bagwai for a religious ceremony. Boat accidents in Nigeria are often caused by overloading or bad weather. Asia. In South Korea, the United States Defence Secretary Lloyd Austin is participating in security talks. The United States and South Korea are expected to strengthen their military alliance. Taiwan plans to work with the new Honduran president to strengthen their friendship. Taiwan's foreign ministry has said our country will deepen cooperation between the two countries with the new government team led by President-elect Castro. And Israel's Tel Aviv has been named the most expensive city in the world in a survey by the Economist Intelligence Unit. Last year, Paris came first, but prices in Tel Aviv have been rising at their fastest rate in five years. That's your world news in seven minutes. You can contact us in writing or in an audio message at send7.org. I'm Juliet Martin. Tomorrow you will be with Stephen Devincenzi. Have a wonderful day.